Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Jeremiah chapter 26 verses 8 to 9. But as soon as Jeremiah finished telling all the people everything the Lord had commanded him to say, the priests and the prophets and all the people seized him and said, You must die. Why do you prophesy in the Lord's name that this house will be like Shiloh and this city will be desolate and deserted? There's a joke about a couple that was preparing to return from their trip to the Holy Land. However, just before they were about to leave, one of the spouses died. As it turned out, the spouse who had died had nagged the other one throughout their many years together. When it came time for the funeral, the director explained that it would cost around 35000 to ship the body back to the States, or they could bury it here in Jerusalem for 500 The spouse, who was frankly relieved to no longer find himself being nagged every day, told the funeral director to have the body shipped back to the States. Surprised, the funeral director asked, Why not have the burial here in the Holy Land and save money? And they replied, A long time ago, a man was buried here, and three days later, he rose from the dead. I can't take that chance. (laughs) The folks in Jerusalem were no fans of the prophet Jeremiah and what they considered to be his constant nagging. His message was unrelenting and unremitting. What he held out before them was a persistent and painful truth that they refused to hear. It had been about a century since the fall of the northern kingdom of Israel. Since that time, the once mighty empire of Assyria, which conquered Israel, had fallen, and Babylon had risen to power in its place. King Josiah had died, and along with him, all the good reforms he had put into place. And now Judah and Jerusalem were asking themselves the same question that got their brothers and sisters in the northern kingdom in trouble. Continuing headlong in their sins and disobedience, they now wondered whether they should put their trust in Egypt instead of looking to the Lord. So Jeremiah's call to repent and turn back to the Lord was not a new one. The problem was that they didn't want to hear it. It interfered with their way of life, their desire to continue to do whatever they wanted. They wanted to continue along as if all was well with the Lord and nothing needed to change. As you and I hear the familiar call to repentance in the readings during this season of Lent, it's easy to dismiss it. Our sinful nature tempts us to take no notice of God's word if it contradicts living life the way we decide serves us best. We're tempted to muffle the message if it impedes the paths we wish to take in this life. When Jeremiah warned Jerusalem that they would be left desolate as Shiloh was before they continued to walk away from the Lord, instead of being penitent, they decided to pound the prophet for pronouncing God's judgment. And we may even take it out on a pastor or well-meaning friend who does the same. But the call to repentance is not nagging. It's not simply a call to turn away from sin. It's also a wonderful call to turn to God in faith. In Joel we hear, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity. When the people took out their anger on Jeremiah for relaying the message that God had given them, they threatened him with death. But the call to return to the Lord their God was with the promise of bringing them life. Here is the one who came, knowing he would face death on our behalf, on the cross, In love for you and me, he has taken the punishment for our sins and disobedience upon himself. Here is the one to whom the Holy Spirit turns us in faith as we confess our sins and in whom we find grace and mercy. It would be a mistake to think of the message of repentance and faith as nagging. To quote the spouse earlier, A long time ago a man was buried here and three days later he rose from the dead. And it's because of him, because of Jesus our Savior and his love, that you and I rejoice this day in everlasting life in his name. Let us pray. 
Gracious God, open my ears to hear your call to repentance, that I may rejoice always in hearing your absolution. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.